0: Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone,
1: and A.J. Skifstad.
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another week. And another episode here at Board Games Daily. We've got a bunch coming at you this week. But for today, let's just focus on today for right now. We've got a couple things. We're going to learn the results of last week's cage fight. We're also going to talk about Gloomhaven. And we are going to have a new feature that will be weekly here. It's going to be kind of a companion piece to our written blog entry. It's called Kickstarter Weekly. So stay tuned for all of that and more coming at you today. Before we get into it, though, I got to remind you about the hotline, 216-352-3864. Get in on that. You can call, be a part of the show, ask questions, respond to the conversations and the topics that we have this week. All those things are possible. All you got to do is call that number and you're in on it. Let's see, what else do I need to tell you about? Oh, I don't know. There's some huge contest going on where it's like $300 worth of games from Gamelin Games. It's every tiny Epic game in its deluxe format, plus this really cool carrying bag. You know, just that. So go over theologyofgames.com. The landing page there will have a button. It'll say, enter the contest. All you got to do is enter the contest. There's tons of ways you can do it by following us on socials, by tweeting at us, by signing up for our email newsletter, subscribing to the podcast. There's just a million ways that you can get entries into this. Everything that you do gives you another chance to win this amazing prize from our good friends at Gamelin' Games. Okay, that's all I'm going to say right now. We're going to get into the show. Thanks for tuning in for another day here on Board Games Daily. (laughs)
1: Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily. This is AJ Skifstad, and I'm going to do something a little bit different than what we normally do. We used to talk about games that we were going to play uh, for our game nights, and we geared away from doing that. We wanted to talk about games we actually play and what we thought of them. However... This is a little bit different due to the nature of this game. I'm going to talk about one that is going to hit the table tonight and that I'm super excited about. Been waiting to play this for a while. It is the number one game on BGG. It is Gloomhaven. I have been going over the rules for this game for weeks now. You say, are you kidding? For weeks? Well, yeah, because I read about a page and a half each night and then I fall asleep. So um, I am so ready to play this game. Tonight when I play it, we're just going to take two other guys are going, are going into the dungeon with me, and we're going to go ahead and try and take on some of these bandits in this first scenario. The reason I'm only taking two other guys tonight is because uh, there we are going to have a fourth party member, um, but that fourth party member is going to be interchangeable, and uh, these guys' party members will be interchangeable as well, not the characters, But I'm going to allow other people to play at the table with these characters. I've got a good core group of guys who all want to play this game, and there's just not not enough room for, you know, it's only a four-player game. So, with that said, we're going to start it tonight, and we're just going to start it with three players. Um, I'm really excited about it, because I think we're going to go in... I think we're gonna go in at a level zero. We're gonna be wimps and go in at scenario level zero. We've heard a lot of feedback about the first scenario being pretty tough. So we actually, I mean, I don't know about you, but me, I like to be set up for success, at least the first time I'm playing a game. I don't like getting my butt handed to me. Um, I'd like to actually feel like I've accomplished something with my character, so we're gonna go in at a level zero, and we still might lose, but I have no idea, I'm excited, we're gonna completely immerse ourselves in the game, we're gonna do a uh, backstory text on each character, we're gonna do the backstory of the campaign, we are just gonna go head first into this thing, and so it's been a long time coming. I don't know why Gloomhaven hasn't hit my table yet, but it's about to hit tonight, and I'm pretty pumped about it. I'm going to let you know how it turns out on Wednesday. That's it for now. Check you later.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this week's Game Night Cage Fight. And in
1: this corner,
0: Two games enter, and one game leaves. Who wins, you decide. Vote on this week's cage fight by going to Twitter, at BoardGamesDaily, or call in 216-352-3864. Winner and still champion,
2: Hey there, everyone. It's Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Coming to you with this week's Game Night Cage Fight. Tonight, it's two games from the great designer Tom Lehman, both published by Rio Grande Games. And it is Race for the Galaxy versus Roll for the Galaxy. What are your thoughts? Which one's better? Which do you prefer and why? I'll tell you what I think. So... I tried playing Race for the Galaxy for a number of years when it first came out, and I was confused, I was lost, I would play and just be like, I don't know what I'm doing, and get smoked by other people, obviously, who, that was really their type of game. Then when Roll for the Galaxy came out, I played that, and for some reason it clicked a little better with me. But, I have gone back and revisited Race for the Galaxy since then, and my vote is Race for the Galaxy. I... Like the, not simplicity, but just the original. It feels stronger. Race has a lot of things going on that I'm not a huge fan of, including dice. I generally don't like dice. I like if they're used in interesting ways, like in worker placement games, but if it's just roll and hope you get good things and can do things with it, I'm less of a fan of that. And I know there are ways to mitigate it. I know there are lots of options with this. And I enjoy Roll for the Galaxy. This is not a huge win for me. But Race for the Galaxy takes it. I see the elegance. I see just the tight game that it is. And I love it. The expansions are good up until the last one. Well, actually, I've lost track of which ones they are now. But um, the first couple I really liked a lot. And then it started getting kind of off the rails for me. So Race for the Galaxy wins. Get a couple of those expansions. It is so good. That's my vote. What's your vote? Let us know. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's Firestone here bringing you some news from the blog. This morning we published an episode, episode, a blog post called Kickstarter Weekly that we do once a week. And it's about a couple of games that are on Kickstarter that you just might care about. And so I just wanted to talk about what those were and you can get a few more details about how much they cost and closing dates and things like that on the blog, theologyofgames.com. So the first one is the Suburbia Collectors Edition. Now, Suburbia came out in 2012, I want to say, and I I actually liked it. I think it's a kind of an underrated little game that I enjoy. There are a few things I don't really like. I'm not a huge fan of hidden um, goals, and so somebody can be blocked out of a goal just by happenstance. And I've seen that in more than one game. It's not like it's a a rare thing, but somebody will just be building along and then somebody has this hidden goal that's like, oh, if I had the most of that thing and that guy keeps building that thing and that guy has no idea he's doing anything that's messing with that guy's hidden goal. Stuff like that kind of bothers me. I'm fine with open goals where everybody can see and then if that guy is building those, it's to screw you over. And that's fine. But when they do it and they aren't even aware of it, I don't like that. Anyway, anyway, I really like the game. It is, you know, it's got this great auction. It's got this spatial element where you're building things and you sometimes want things next to things and sometimes you don't because it might cost you points. I really like it. I wasn't sure that it screamed for a collector's edition, and yet this campaign is at 1.4 million dollars i have no idea how that's a thing (laughs) but there you go so 1.4 million dollars worth of people want a collector's edition of suburbia it's a great game not sure it's worth that but anyway you should check it out it's pretty cool and i mean they have game trays they have upgraded components if you like suburbia then this is right up your alley if you've been curious about it it includes all the expansions all this great stuff like this is going to be the definitive edition of it so check it out the other one is Millennium Blades Collusion. Now, Millennium Blades is a game that is just crazy. It's this game about being a CCG player. And so you start with these cards and you're there's this a few rounds of like real-time buying and trading where there's a market and a store and you're like, okay, I'm going to pay some money and I'm going to buy this card and then I'll trade you this card. And, and it's all happening in real-time. Frenetic and crazy and you're trying to build your deck. And then after a set amount of time then you kind of go into the tournament and you're playing against other people and you've laid out your cards one at a time and you're trying to keep them from getting flipped over so that you can score victory points very abstracted but it's really cool this game has tons of quote-unquote sets of cards and when you buy a card it looks like like a magic the gathering pack or some kind of a pack that you would open up and see what's inside and you kind of you know what set it's from, but you don't know which card it is, and so there's lots of mystery. And what am I going to get in this? Is it going to be a great card? Is it going to be a bad card? Super fun, and I, I, it's hard to explain. It shouldn't work, but I really have fun every time I play this game. And there is so much stuff in the base game that I I can't even imagine ever getting to the expansion stuff. And this is the second expansion. I have the first one. I can't remember what's called set rotation. I think I haven't even. Cracked it. I mean, I've looked at it, but I haven't added it. I, I haven't even come close to playing the base game stuff. Collusion adds a whole new set of expansion cards a bunch of new characters, a bunch of new sets of cards, a new gameplay type. And the box is going to be bigger and will hold all the cards from all the sets. It's just level 99 does this where they give you, they just throw so much stuff at you that there's no way you could ever get bored with this. Unless this was the only game you played every single week. That's the only time I could see somebody getting through all this content. And I love that. That's a huge value to me. So, Millennium Blades Collusion, it's going to be the last expansion. It's going to hold all the other stuff. There's an option, if you're a veteran, to just get this. If you've never played before, there's an option to get the base game in this, the base game and set rotation in this. Lots of options. Free shipping. Check it out. And check out the blog for more details, theologyofgames.com. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye.
0: more than just a listener if you're listening via the anchor app you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature don't just sit on the sidelines download the app and join the conversation today well that's going to do it for another day here at board games daily thanks for tuning in don't forget to weigh in on this week's cage fight you can do that of course we always tell you Check out our Twitter page at Board Games Daily or call the hotline 216-352-3864. Get in on it and uh, have some fun with that. Don't forget the contest, TheologyofGames.com. Just head there. The landing page will take you to the contest. It's still going. It'll be going for another three weeks. So you, there's plenty of time to get in on it. Tell your friends about it. It's going to be an awesome ride as we go throughout that time. Also. Just want to remind you, if you do like the show, there's a couple ways you can support us. If you're listening via Anchor, there's a little support this podcast button. Just click that. You can pledge like a buck a month or I think it's even like 75 cents a month just to say, hey, thanks for doing what you do. Or you can check out our Patreon page by going to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon, in which you will uh, be able to become a, a patron there. we got lots of cool rewards we give we give bonus content over there it's a really great time so check that out if you're so inclined but the thing that we always ask that is so so important to us is that you share the show you rate and review us on iTunes those five stars and those reviews are like pure gold they help us get ranked they help us stay ranked it's amazing amazing what it does for us so please 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 if you have a moment head on over Wherever you're listening, give us those five stars. Give us that review. We really appreciate it. And of course, tell your friends about it. All right, that's all for today. Come back Wednesday when we start our topic of the week and we do other things. Actually, AJ and I, I'm sure, we will be back with our first impressions on Gloomhaven. But until then, I'm Jeremiah Isley for my co-host, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone saying, why don't you go play a game? We'll see you guys.